a good boy. Mm. See, my perspective, good boys are quote-unquote people who act like they don't know anything. They act like they don't know anything and they don't want to sort of do anything and see certain things as taboo. But aren't certain things taboo? Certain things are taboos, but I said certain things. I didn't talk about the certain things and I jump into conclusions. Can we have specifics? This is not even what I wanted to ask, talk about, but... I know, the but... The way that you said you like bad boys, you know, it is making my skin do some styles because I'm not a bad boy. See, that is what I'm explaining. To it, before you even go, so are you saying I'm a bad boy? Yes, you are. Evil. <laughs> what makes you think you're a good boy? What makes me a... Eh, I was going to say what makes you a... Eh, what, <laughs> what makes me think I'm a good boy? Yes. I don't know, but... Mm-hmm. So why are you saying you're a good boy? In the heart of my heart. In, the, <laughs> in my heart's heart. In my heart's heart. I'm a good boy. So we are basing that you're a good boy based on in your heart's heart. Yeah, one nah. Ah. What's a bad boy? I'm a bad boy, so what's a bad boy? A bad boy is a what? You listen to my definition of a good boy, right? Someone who acts as though they, like, they literally know nothing about this word. Like, did I say word? World. Hmm. Anyway, someone who acts like they don't have... Don't believe us if you don't be buying no. That's, how you, that's <laughs> yeah. how you are. Today it's on, it's on national platform. <laughs> international platform. They have no idea about what the world is about and certain things being taboos to them. Certain mm-hmm. things that when you raise as a topic for discussion, they don't want to involve themselves in. Yes, my. I think people make church boys look some way. Scripture says you should separate yourself from certain things. Focus Fine. your mind on certain things. Fine. Don't engage in certain things. Mm-hmm. So wouldn't you say the person is being diligent in protecting their minds from being exposed to certain things? Because from my experience, when you're exposed to yourself to certain things, it's very hard to break away from those things. It's very, very hard. So if I had an opportunity, there are certain things I know that I wish I didn't know. Personally. But certain things you'd be open to learn because... At a certain... Thank you. That's speech. what I'm trying to say. I'm not talking about the Nkola mindsets of church boys. I'm talking about church boys who have literally reached an age where they should know certain things and they are acting all like, these things are crazy. Okay. Can you give me an example? Give me an age and the things they should know. I'm just talking... Let's <laughs> talk about... Go away. Let's just talk about the context of um, mm-hmm. marriage, for example. Mm-hmm. Now... It's like there's this notion or this ideology that when you're at a particular point in, um, what, sh- what should I say? Let me just give the age range. So there was a conversation we were having some way sometime. I don't remember exactly. But there was this who, mention. Me? No, not you, actually. You weren't there. Are you having conversations with people who are not me? It's not Momo, not you. Why shout let me mention to, Shout out to my sweetie. sweetie. Anyway, so mm-hmm. there was this conversation we had and we sort of... L- listed an age range where mm-hmm. a guy should get married. And I think she mentioned like 28, if I'm not wrong. Hey, Ramomo, plan me. Anyway, so I'm expecting mm-hmm. a guy around that age to be open to certain conversations, be mm-hmm. open to know more about certain things. Do you think it should be age? I, I feel like from what you're saying, I think it should be stage and not age. Okay, fine. Stage. If you're at a certain no. stage ready for a certain experience, there are certain conversations you obviously need to be prepared to have. It doesn't necessarily have to be age. If I'm 28 and I'm not ready for marriage, I'm not thinking about I'm not thinking about having a conversation about sex. But don't you think that as time goes on, you should be open to know about these certain things? Not necessarily the stage where you've gotten to, but at your age or at your level of thinking or something, you should know. Or be open to have conversations around these things. Or know the basics about these things. Rather than 
sort of watch a trend and say, this thing there, mm-mm. What if, what if I'm the kind of person who is very, your word, curious? Thank you, you are curious. So I'm you coming. should know more about uh-huh. it. So I what need if to I go know? and practice, actually. That's the thing. How, no, where does the curiosity see, see, end? Pause, For pause, some people, pause, no, no, pause. some people, that's how they are. They don't know when to end. They don't know when to stop. They are then, if Mr. Tia, I'm going through and through. Like, so you're then, telling me you're a church boy, you should know when to end, right? And what if I'm I'm so unsure on certain... I don't expose myself to that temptation of even starting. Because so you I'd don't rather know where wait. your curiosity will end. Exactly. So I'd rather wait until I'm ready at that stage. And then we can have these type of conversations. Question. What? what okay, let me, let me give you another scenario. And before you give, ask your question... Why can't I ask my question okay, before your scenario? Ask your question. This is how she treats me. Ask your question. I really... Ask your question. Really? Ask your question. Anyway, do you think... Mm-hmm. There's a particular age or stage, as you put it, where any individual needs to know, like, their alcohol level, like, the amount of alcohol they can take in before they, you know, act so weird. This has come up before. <laughs> I need you, to answer. My honest answer to that would be, if I've purposed my heart to never take alcohol, why do I need to know my level? In this case, mm-hmm. are you telling me that church boys have purpose in their heart never to have sex? What if some a church boy's goal is to stay consecrated to God forever and ever and ever? Amen. And then you don't move to girls. Okay, I tell you, so right now, you are talking about church boys who are moving to girls. Obviously. Wait. Obviously. What were you thinking I was talking about? No, you said, no, per the example I gave on the alcohol, you've equated it to sex. But I'm not, you asked a question that, what's my opinion on getting to know your alcohol level? Yes. And I'm saying that if I purpose in my heart that I don't, I, I don't want to, ever drink alcohol, why do I need to know my level? And then you went on to ask, so are you saying check boys are purposing their hearts not to have sex? It's not the same thing. You're the one who be created So, <laughs> let, see, see, my question is, mm-hmm. okay, for someone who is curious, I want to know how, probably how alcohol tastes, all right? Mm-hmm. At what age or stage do you suggest that I take out or try to take out? Now, I've changed the question. I've narrowed it down. You said at what age? Or stage, as you put it. Obviously, the stage will be when you're legal. When I'm legal? What, in whatever region you live in, whatever the legal age that is in. And I want to advise you, you try to know your level before you're legal. But uh, this is it's, it's a very interesting question because I guess I know my level to an extent. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that one was even it was I don't I don't know whether it was a mistake that I got to know my level, but my level three bottles of smell. three bottles of smell. <laughs> three bottles of smell off is my level. So you are saying with alcohol mm-hmm. when you are legal, mm-hmm. sex is that legal age for sex? Yes, marriage. Thank you. So if you are getting closer to that, or you've purposed in your heart that okay, I want to get married. Shouldn't I be open to know about these certain things? In a, okay, so let me refer, let me change my answer. Why? There's no, a right don't change. There's your a answer. right environment for that. Example: If I'm ready for marriage, mm-hmm. right? There are certain things. Wait, let me let me sort of flesh out the scenario. Is there, does a person have a girl already? Does he have a girl already? No, wait. The idea is that if you are moving to a girl, right? The mm-hmm. idea is that you want to settle <clears throat> down. Mm-hmm. Am I lying? Mm-hmm. So, you know, when you settle down, these are some of the things that you'll definitely be doing. So, why am I not open to knowing about these things? No, I, I still want to flesh out the scenario. Okay, flesh it out. Is it, does a person have, a, like, a fiancé? 
it's not here's my thing. I so don't wait, think you should be having wait, the, wait. I don't think okay. I don't think just because you are, you feel like I ready to get married, you should start having the questions with just anybody. That's why I said it has to be in a controlled just environment. Just anybody. And there has to be specific, it has to be in a controlled environment. I'm not getting I'm going to have conversation about sex with Ijaku and I'll have it with Leo Win too. But you definitely have that with, conversation. I might have it with my mentor. Thank you. I never limited it to whoever you should talk to about it. Okay. But the way you said they, they make it taboo, most often are not. The people these church boys are talking to are not their mentors or are not people who they submit to. Do you know I'm mean? sitting down looking at you. Uh-huh. Question, how many churches uh-huh. have you been to uh-huh. that have these conversations? Ah! Please, if you are in Tema, if you are in Tema on Sundays, <laughs> please attend the Faith Life Church, Community 3, opposite Etual Gardens. Our church services are two. We have one at 7.30 a.m. And we have our second service at 10 a.m. We also have a prophetic service on Fridays at 6.30 p.m. All and everyone are welcome and invited to the house of the Lord. Hallelujah. Anyway, shout out to the pastor. That's my father's name. Pastor Edry, shout out to you, bro. Mm-hmm. But as I was saying, how many churches have these conversations? My church has it. Your church has it? I haven't been it. to every church. I can literally pick, like... I, might, I haven't been to every church. It's literally an, like a handful. How do you know? Uh, I haven't been to every church. See, 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 see. <laughs> I'm literally going to use my church as an example. Because it's like, when they are talking about these things, they feel like we are not... Should I say open-minded? They sort of want to hide certain things that we already like... know about. And... I, 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 again, I, I think for me, these conversations, let's say the sex talk. I'm, I'm not sure why parents are reluctant to have sex talks with their children, when, especially when they're of a certain age. Because it's a taboo? No, that's the problem. You see, when you don't have these conversations in the home, you need to be aware that your child's friends and peers are having these conversations. Curiosity. Yeah, and there are conversations that are being had in the environment your child may find based on himself in. So you need to take the honors, control the narrative, give them what they need to know to protect themselves. If Abena is not being educated at home, Park is you educated. Park is you educated. And then that's a different wahala. So please, parents, people need to do better, honestly. Let's put a pin on the relay. We have to come back to that because me, I don't understand why you think I'm a bad, I'm a bad boy because I'm not a bad boy. Okay, so for my POV, you're a bad boy. I mean, I'm not saying bad boy like bad boy was a bad boy. Mama say, hey, must say rough. I didn't say, say that you said it. I didn't say that you said it. But I'm just saying that it just gets to a point that I need someone who is open to learn about these things. Someone who is open and willing to have conversations around these things. I think it's Rather than someone openness. who has like, but certain people have sort of done it chitterable, like, I don't understand that. You don't understand which one. That phrase. You said, the chitterable no, part. No, 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 no. You said, okay, so it's I, not think, true. I think the way I said it makes it sound like we are all churchgoers. That's no, no, what I'm no, trying that's to say. That's what I'm saying. You said, mm-hmm. we all know God. Yes. No, most people know of God. They don't know him. They don't have a personal relationship. So it's not the same thing. Okay, so let me not say all know him. Yeah, man. Speaketh. We, so I should say we all know of him. But most. But if you know of him I mean, and I know okay, him, you're fine, different. Fine, fine. Let me just choose the right word. Choose the right word, baby. <laughs> You're being annoying. <laughs> Do you know that? 
But anyway, some of us have had the opportunity to know God. And mm-hmm. in as much as we know God, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean that we are limited to certain things. It doesn't mean that, um, how do I put it? Shush your words carefully. That, that's what I want to do, actually. Mm-hmm. I get what you're trying to say, but I want you, like, you need to choose your words. So say it for me. You know what I want to say, say it. So what I'm getting from what you're, you're saying is, Mm-hmm. You you can know God, have a relationship with God, and still go through the human experience. Mm-hmm. The human experience varies from person to person. No, but, but if you are someone who knows, like knows God, you mm-hmm. know what you are supposed to like. Bible now can say, "Yeah, we need money now. How can we need money now?" Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So you, so you obviously the, know what. Yeah, like so you go through the human experience, but it's guided by the word. Thank you. Mm. I know, but, I know what you're trying to say. I know. So obviously, why are you letting me stress? Anyway, I should say, let's put a pen in this conversation. You have to come back because, yeah. I mean, anyway. we'll put a pen in the conversation. But yes, as I was saying, I don't want people who want to sort of chatterable themselves with the word and the word is saying this exactly yeah. that. That's, no, hey, I'm going to misquote myself. It's okay. I'm not going back there. Let's put a pen <laughs> in the conversation. We're like 60 minutes in. Sorry, guys. All Welcome to another episode of the SSC podcast. <laughs> This is I, Uncle Johnny, um, <laughs> with a very special co-host today. She's called. Don't mention that name out. Ah, uh, sorry. They say we don't mention that name out. That name is sacred to me. So yeah, don't mention that name. Really. She's called Nana Joinch. You said I added my surname fake. Sorry. Hey. She's called Nana Joinch. <laughs> anyway, um, what I wanted us to talk about is expectations, specifically parental expectations. Because I I know from conversations we've had that, that that's something something we share we, we have in common to an extent I guess I mean we both had have different expectations <laughs> uh, from our, our parents so for me growing up I think most of my achievements or most of the things I wanted to achieve way from primary to I guess uni and even till now to an extent has been sort of geared towards, oh, this is what is expected of me. Oh, I'm supposed to get eight A's in B.C. Mm. supposed to get eight A's, what's it? Mm-hmm. You need to do what I forget first class. Mm-hmm. Because if I don't do all these things, if I don't get all these accomplishments, mommy go look at me funny. Mm. Poppy go look at me funny. And mm. So listen, let me, let, me share, let me share a personal experience so I wasn't, I've not Anusha at It Wasn't like I was chopping first in class, but I mean born here at I was always like first ten. I'm, I'm in there. And I'm in that conversation. Like teachers look at you like, hey, yeah, that's my guy. That kind of things. So BC wasn't really a stress, but SS was different. You used to be a shark in primary school. You get there in yeah. Yeah. The <laughs> first the first year of this was very I needed to adjust a lot, go out of the comfort zone if I was going to keep up academically. Um, so I got comfortable. I got to like that sweet spot where you know, yeah, I'm comfortable. It was time for what I was very confident. I was like, yo, I know me personally, I know Anusha. And then I'm gonna wrote in the paper to I wrote. <laughs> Did we all? I was confident of everything I wrote. And then the results came, and then the results came, and I am looking at my results. And Charlie, honestly, I'll be honest with you, the results were nothing to write home about, bro. This is the first time we're hearing about this. Yeah, yeah. Remember I told you those suicidal thoughts? 
Yeah. It was because of Wasina. And I like, I've let my mother down. What my mother think of me? She suffered to pay school fees. Yo, I, I mean, I rolled off deck and I killed it, but that wasn't the point. The point was like, there was this expectation that there was an expectation of complete excellence. Like, there was no room for failure. And so, it was a very strict expectation. So, once there was that first experience of failure, because I hadn't been groomed to deal with it, I had, it was, it was downhill. Like, I remember lying in the bed crying. I'm like, God, why did you do this to me? I loved you. I don't love you. Yo, it was bad. It was bad. And I was, I mean, obviously I'm here, so I didn't go, <laughs> I wasn't strong. I didn't go through with it. But it was, it was the first time I realized, that, not the first time, but recently I was reflecting and I realized we, we, we are not really groomed in an environment that teaches us how to deal with when we fail. Mm-hmm. Because the expectation placed on us is, it's always success or nothing. Yeah, the many declarations we made that I am not a failure. Yes. Yeah. It's not my portion. And then you hear your parents talking to someone, oh, my bad day, oh, my mommy, where your mommy. I'm like, bro, Charlie, don't you Yeah, know the many I'm... comparisons they make. Yo. And then I, mm. <laughs> I remember what they, my mom used to say. I remember my mom, one of them used to say, like, so so and so who had this, this gay, does he have two heads? I'm like, bro, I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> I've tried. My dad said that when I wrote BC, he goes like, you had 08. So the people, how many people had 07? How many people had 06? Then starts doing, so this person was first, this person was second. And then you're like, yo, why are you killing my vim? I had 08. Someone had 32. I had 08. Why are you not coming to do first, second, third, and all that? Like, but, there's, no, yeah. there's no appreciation of the actual... I mean, from sometimes it feels like there's no appreciation of the actual effort you put in. Mm-hmm. Because let's even take uni. And I mean, obviously, I feel like most people that I know anyway go to uni with the expectation that, yo, I don't want to come out with first class. Some are able to actually fulfill their, I don't know what to call it, whether a wish or what. And then there are other people who, you know. Sometimes it's not a wish, oh. it's a pressure. Like, pressure, I know the, the expectation of the whole family is on you that. Yeah. Like, if no one gets first class it, you should get You have to get first class for us. I mean, you were telling me about the, what your dad said. Oh. When you didn't get the first line, it was like, yeah. Um, yeah, so well, then could you get it for me? I know. Like, anyway, so funny story. <laughs> my brother had second class lower. And I was like, okay. So normally, oftentimes, if he does well, I do better. And then like my younger brother does it, like sort of tops us all. Mm. That was for BC. Well, see, I, I was the one leading. But uni was sort of, okay, he had lower. So I'm getting the first class. Then like my younger brother will get valley. Obviously, I was putting that pressure on him. But anyway. Said, no, you are no better. No I mean, better. we were sort of brought up like that, but anyway. Yeah. yeah. Um, so he had lower, I had upper. Yeah. And apparently, my dad at my graduation said that That's if I didn't get brain. upper, hey, sorry, if I didn't get first class, then oh, my younger brother is there to get first class. So yeah. That, I think see? that's my fear. Because you see, my fear for when my fear of when parents put these type of expectations. No, it doesn't even have to be academic, just academic, even the financial expectations. So when the child is unable to meet those expectations, then what? Especially when that's all the child has been hearing 
throughout the course of their the, the course of their life that journey is you're the one who is supposed to do this you're the one who's supposed to do this when you're unable to meet that you might lose your sense of purpose because for majority of your life you are living to meet an expectation set by someone else mm-hmm. it's sort of like sometimes i feel like they want to leave out their expectations through us like I wish I had gotten to that point, but I didn't get it. Mm-hmm. So I want my child to get there. Can it can get there? And sometimes <laughs> the methods they use is not. I mean, I've never been a parent, but there are certain thing. things that I wish they didn't use method A, but use method B. Well, for, I, I I appreciate that, but sometimes I I think even for the parent, I think they really deserve some some grace from us because i mean i've had people say i didn't but i didn't ask to be born and make certain statements like that and i'm like well when you look at it first of all they also didn't ask to be born and they didn't ask to give birth to you they might have asked for a child but they didn't say i want john gratefully as my child this stubborn monkey they didn't say that so and also you have to realize for most of them they are first time parents i mean you can say that oh i have but i have a brother um, but they are first-time parents with you. They're, you are different. They, they, are, they are trying to figure out how to raise you. But they also need to know that this method I use for child A wouldn't work for child B and shouldn't sort of apply the same method for everybody. It gets to a point where we grow resistance towards what, like whatever they are saying and then they sort of think that we are not respecting them or something. But what you are doing yeah, doesn't work that's... for me. Yes, but what if, okay, before I, I have something to say on that, but before I even say that, what if the method for child A, from their point of view, child A was successful, like the traditional sense of, the, in the traditional sense of being successful, so he has a well-paying job, he has a house, he has his car, he's financially well-to-do, maybe his mental health is down the drain because of these expectations and blah, 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 but from the outside appearance, everything is JJ. Mm-hmm. They'll say, ah, by a word for Kwabina, why, why is it not working for Ajo? Why is it not working for Kujo? Why is it not wa- working for Situ? Why is it not working for Ayoko? Why is it not working for Ayeli? Question. Mm-hmm. Child A came into the world. Child A was meant to be a doctor. The path Child A took would be different from Child B. Mm-hmm. Who is a creative? Mm-hmm. And a typical setting sort of tells parents or gives parents the idea that creatives are not well paid and as such it's like lie. we should sort of they don't know uh, diminish that light see we should push them into this particular thing i mean see if i was born a creative there are certain things that would apply to child a who was meant to be a doctor that wouldn't apply to me and they need True. to identify that and work on that and not that it works for child a so you should work for child b we are different but they all say it. See, in they hindsight, it's it. easy to say that too. You being the child, it's easy to say that. No, but But see, me being the adult, it's like, no, but it's like I have a proven formula. formula that has worked. But you know, for maths, even for maths, there are different formulas, but then you reach the same answer. Eh, but sometimes when, <laughs> you, when you send it for exam, mark, your teacher are wrong, you say wrong formula. Huh? Down to, oh, it doesn't happen to you before. Wrong formula. I mean, they know you wrong formula before. I mean, I've heard that thing that I mean, yes, you uh, lose marks um, because you didn't use this approach. Yeah. But it doesn't mean that my answer is wrong. Mm, but you lose marks. Then they say it. We are all different. 
So you shouldn't sort of expect no, that, that this formula will work. They say it's when it's in their when favor. They say it's when it's in their auntie, but you're asking me, you're telling me that, that could you have two heads? But when you say something. <laughs> so the statement you are making, uh-huh. that could you have two heads? Um, I think BC, yes, BC. When I had 08 and this man was saying, these number of people came before you and all that. I was like, so what? Is he trying to tell me that he doesn't acknowledge the fact that I've had 08 or what? And then he tells me that he feels like he's sort of pushing us to get to know that we can reach a certain level. Yeah, that's the sometimes that's the mentality. That, um, they are telling you that what others have done before, you can do it. Mm. But at that point, Maybe that's not approach, what I'm getting out of it. The approach and, yeah. What you're telling me at that point feels like yeah, you don't identify that I've put in my best and I've gotten this. Mm. It's like you're telling me that it all comes down to a communication. I think for children and their parents, for most children and their parents, there's a disconnect. I don't, I'm not sure what causes it, but the parents, most often than not, parents are, um, what's the word? They're, they're like, they're looking for the best for you. They're looking out for you. They want the best for you. And that might mean doing things a certain way that they think will get you to a, a better result i guess and then you have your own i mean when you get to a certain age you start developing your own idea of what you would like your life to look like right Mm -hmm. but your parents has had this idea for let's say you're 20 years old and you start getting the idea so let's say you start at 20 right your mommy your daddy has had an idea of what they want your life to look like for 20 years Mm -hmm. so they like they fleshed everything out so from when you're an infant, they've poured every type of resource they have available into you, gearing you towards the vision they have for you. Vision they have for us. Mm-hmm. In their mind, the vision, the, at the end of the day, to them, the vision is a good vision. It's going to make you comfortable in life, you happy. But I don't for... think everything is supposed to be cast in stone. At a point, they need to be open to receive our ideas. That's where conversations come in. See, that's the thing. If I should walk up to my dad right now and say A, B, C, D, A, whatever. Mm-hmm. My dad may be open to listen to it. Mm-hmm. Not because I'm a daddy's girl, but... He, because you're a daddy's girl, but you continue. That, anyway, we are not going to have that conversation. Yeah, but you continue. He'll be open to pick up one or two things out of this thing that we've had. Mm-hmm. There are certain parents that are not willing to take out, like, pick up these things that their kids are saying and sort of adjust that whole idea I had for my kid. Why is that so? Because so you are colour, you don't know what's best for you. Ah. <laughs> you know, as much as you have That's a picture of what you mm-hmm. want for me, don't you think I also have a picture of what I want for myself? And I don't think what I have or the picture I have for myself, like it's so different from what you have for me. Um, maybe the the end results, maybe comfort, com- uh, financial liberation, and those kind of things might be the same. But what it looks like may be different for you, and maybe different for them. For them, it may look like a very traditional, respectable job, quote-unquote. A lawyer, doctor, um, having three degrees, two PhDs, five masters. Me now, a peppers. Oh. And you say a peppers? Peppers is what? A peppers now. Peppers that people have just signed. Now, what did you hear? A peppers. What's that? I don't know what peppers is. No, I'm just saying, I, I remember at my graduation, uh-huh. I'm like, so I went to school four years uh-huh. for a three-hour ceremony for a paper that just somebody has signed on. I know. It validates that you went for, to, to school for four years. Huh. Anyway. 
Any well, anyway. But I think I think to an extent, parents get a bad rap, and it's just because as humans, generally, we still have. A, I don't think we figured out to communicate with each other effectively. Do you think as humans generally? Mm-hmm. I feel like some, sometimes I don't think it's humans. It's the way we are brought up. Is the way our parents were brought up. Is the way our society is structured. Because if I have parents who are open to take up certain ideas I put before them, mm-hmm. then I communicate what I want, and then they communicate what they want for me, and then at a point we compromise. That's it. That, but I, that's ideal. What you're you. talking about is ideally. Thank you. But in our society, it doesn't look like that. So, that's what I'm saying. That it's sort of about how our society is structured, and how our parents themselves were brought up. Mm-hmm. So it sort of affects their mindset. We should all be willing to compromise. It shouldn't be if you say it's a. It's supposed to be cast in stone that it's a. If not, then obomo. I know, right? But I mean, I don't. I, I mean, I don't mind the obomo tag. There are certain instances where the Holy Spirit and Kaza convicts me that mm, 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 you, you were out of line. Mm-hmm. Like, go back. And there, there, are, there are other times where I'm like, I'll take the obumo and, and go up on my day. Because, because I need to let you see. Yeah, that because this. sometimes you need to let them understand that. That's what I think we were talking off mic days ago. We have a conversation I was telling you about the, the boundaries. We need to have, we need to be, so like me, the Obama thing is fine, but at the end of the day, like I know that there's this mental note you put in your mind on a certain boundary that has been sort of established that, okay, this kind of thing or the way I went about it this way elicited this response, so maybe I should try it a different way. Compromise is difficult. Let's let's be honest. Compromise is difficult, especially yep. sometimes I try to look from the, at the parents' perspective, like, I feel like I've sacrificed so much for you, the vision I had in my head of where I want you to be, and you want me to let it go because right now I still pass all painty, painty walls. Do you want me to be happy, me as a child? Or and as I'm your child to be happy? If you're or a daughter, you'll be happy. If you are telling me that if, if I'm a doctor, lawyer, I'll be, be happy. happy. But I'm also telling you that that's not what I want. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> you are telling me that if I'm a doctor, I'll be happy. I'm also telling you that I don't have the head for doctor stuff. I don't have the eyes to look at blood. What? I mean, I mean, ah. Who was there? There was this Roman official who went to Jesus and Jesus, and you're like, I've done this, I've done this, I've done this. Like, I live a righteous life. And Jesus was like, yo, the last thing for you to do is one of them sell your stuff and follow me awesome. <laughs> so imagine your parents like you see how his reaction was right imagine his parents were alive and like maybe they were wealthy and they were the ones who helped him get his wealth and everything and then he is willing <laughs> it was just, just a scenario that came in my head when I was reading that story and he's willing to like actually sell his things and follow Jesus and his parents he goes to tell his parents oh so I met this guy named Jesus he says he's the son of God he's the king of kings he came to free the Jews first and all men after he said I should sell my things and follow him what do you think his parents would be like do you think his parents would be like hey if that's what you want to do we support you that's not the reaction make me happy that's not the reaction the reaction is eh after we have blood okay. and sweat okay, I mean, helped you get I these things, that. you are telling me that some Jesus guy you don't even know. You, you know just feel in your heart that you should follow him and he says sell your things, so you are selling. We're best serious. No, but compromise see, is hard. Let's let's compromise is hard. I agree. It's very hard. Compromise. Especially is hard. when you 
had things go a certain way for a very, very long time. Mm-hmm. But they tell us that they are doing these things to make us happy. Yes, for your own good. Thank I'm doing you. these things for your own good. That's a popular phrase. Thank you. So do it for my own good now. Now I'm telling you that what you are saying is not for my own good. I don't see myself doing that because I cannot do it. In an ideal situation, the response would be, okay, what do you want to do? Mm-hmm. Okay, so how do I help you be successful in that? Mm-hmm. Um, and then we all need to compromise. And what I'll say to the children too is, first of all, I think scripture is very clear on how we should react to our parents. Um, said, Anna, thy father and mother, thy your days may be longer. Should so, we also remind them that the same Bible says that yeah. fathers should not anger their kids? Do not uh-huh. lead your kids to anger or something thank like that. Thank you. Oh, Lord, thank you. So, no, no, so no. if I'm coming to you with Anna uh-huh. and you're telling me that, nah, mm-mm, yeah, so you, you force must be applied now. What for? No, you will leave with ha. Anna. It depends. I, I think, I think, also, I think. I think as children, sometimes we are just not smart. Honestly, I think we don't know how to go about the conversation thing because we've never really had that conversation thing. True, but you see, what I've noticed is that people don't choose your battles. People don't choose your battles. People don't choose your battles. That's a problem. People don't know how to choose your battles. You want to win every battle? No, choose (laughs) the battles. Your goal is. Your goal is. You say when we're saying we had a heads and not a tail, you didn't hear. Are you okay? Are you under your father? Are you living under your father's roof? (laughs) Obviously. Who is the high priest of the house? Anyway, you are not the head in that house. But your your goal should be I want I want to say your goal should be the war, but the Holy Spirit is just telling me that your goal should be peace. Forget the bad like your goal should be peace. Your goal should be peace. So you need to we're just watching last airbender. See the way Arm fights with all that power <laughs> he has. <laughs> with all that power he has, and he fights with without the intention of doing harm to the people who are trying to harm him. Mm-hmm. My point being, you you need to revise your strategy. The way most of the time, the way we go about it is questionable. Like I have people come to me complain about how certain things are going on in their lives, and I'm like. Honestly, when you sit, when I sit and listen to what you're saying, because I speak with my 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 people in honesty, I'm like, yeah, guys, what you said, I dream be a new like Jamaica Bay. You didn't go about it the right way. Maybe try this, go back to him, try this, 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 tell him this, this, this. Lay your cards on the table, and most often are not. <clears throat> there are certain things I think. One thing I've, I've learned this week is that honor and gratitude opens the hearts of men. So see, see, some of you, some of you listen to this saying, try and sit down and think, when, when was the last time I even told my, my, my mommy thank you? Not for any, like, you just didn't tell mommy thank you. You fall for me. Sometimes like it's weird. Because, because you haven't made it a habit. You haven't made it a habit of showing them honor and gratitude, so it feel weird. Let's see, how many times do they even tell us thank you when we do certain things for them? Ah, and their God should stop blessing us because how many yeah. times we not honor him in our day to day? He should take our breath away right now. But God, eh? Hmm. That's the thing. We, if Christ is saying, be like me, but then at the end of the day, we say, hmm, but it's God, though. I'm not God, though. He's not be like him. So why are you using that you are not him as an excuse when he's, he's called you to be like him or to be him on earth until he returns? Mm. Mm. <laughs> anyway. No, but for real. So today's takeaway, compromise. Don't try and win the battle or the war. Try and establish peace.
So basically, what I'm saying is be like Ang. See, yeah. For those who don't know what he's saying, yeah. be like Ang. Go and watch Avatar. Okay. The last event. Please be specific. Don't don't let them go. What that James Sorry, Cameron nonsense. Sorry, please. Not Kura. Not even Kura. There she shut off. He got asked me. Stop digressing. Come back to the conversation. No, but you see how she Hi. fights like I told you that she fights like Zuko before he had clarity. See the way he was fighting with just anger. That's how Kura fights as an Avatar. All that power. Anyway, her mother is calling her. She has to go home. So. My who is calling me? <laughs> <laughs> ah, guys, thank you so much for another episode. What did we even talk about? Plenty I don't things. know. It's about how she doesn't like church boys and she likes bad boys, but she's dating a, ch- a church boy and some plenty I business. I mean, you, you claim you're a church boy. <sighs> okay, let's just see from my point of view. You're not a church boy, so yes. Yeah. Guys, thank you for listening. It's been real. Hopefully, she comes back again. Mm-mm. Yeah. Until you pay me, actually. Oh, my mic is not working. My mic is working. Hello? It ain't working. Guys, peace and love. We'll talk again. Ah. <laughs>